Sharon Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you are a highly sensitive soul, we would love to give you a free gift. If you haven't gotten this already, it's called the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. The three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. If you love energy healing, then this will be perfect for you. And today is the first Monday of the month, August 2020. We're still within the whole coronavirus pandemic of 2020. So today's topic is Ask the Doctors, Ask the LifeWave Doctors. And I have Dr. Dennis Lobstein and myself. Uh, we are going to be discussing about how to use a LifeWave phototherapy patching to activate certain acupuncture points on your body, the energy system of the body, so we can patch for calm, to stay calm in a world of chaos. And this is so important today because, you know what, I have discovered that, um, and, you know, through various readings and my own personal experiences, that if I can remain calm in a place of inner peace no matter what is going on in the outer world, my outer world starts to change and morph in front of me. And, it, and I just find that things um, kind of work out better for me, uh, whether or not I know exactly what the plan is. Um, and sometimes we just, we just don't have control uh, of what happens in the outer world. I know I used to be a control freak, so I'm like a recovering control freak. And I just find that if I can remain calm and peaceful, that better things happen. And it's, it's almost like magic. It's actually amazing, the signs, the synchronicities, the, you know, it's like angel speaking. So I'm super excited to, to speak with Dr. Dennis today. And if you are uh, live on the show, you can actually call in and ask your LifeWave questions. It doesn't matter if it's a question about um, you know, patching. It doesn't have to be about today's topic. Just make sure we don't talk about diseases because that's not allowed. <laughs> the FTC here in America does not allow talking about diseases when it comes to natural products. So the number to call in is 818-514-1190 and hit 1 so you know your hand's up. 818-514-1190 and hit 1, and then I will also open up the chat uh, today, and um, welcome Dr. Dennis. Yay! Sorry I'm late. <laughs> <clears throat> well, hey, remain, Dr. Karen, uh, calm, can though. you hear me okay? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Awesome. I'm at the chiropractor's office, and I'm just a little woohoo, you know, a little loopy after doing the adjustments, and, and then I realized, oh my gosh, i got to get home. <laughs> Oh well, so. so you're adjusted, and now you're at dot com. <laughs> yeah. oh, my. oh, too funny! Oh my gosh! So, Dr. Dennis, uh, share with us what we're going to be learning today. Well, I, I thought we'd revisit stress a little bit and chaos theory and the concept of coherence and uh, emotional stability. Uh, as a mathematical construct uh, proposed by Ising, and uh, then visit Shan, um, the intelligence of existence in Shan, and then um, look at uh, a few acupuncture points that will help with calm uh, relative to the chaos and anchor us in calm, and uh, the kind of uh, patches we can use on those acupuncture points to optimize uh, lowering our perceived chaos and increasing our calm and helping us with our health in general. All right. How's that sound? Sounds awesome. 
Yeah, that sounds great. And um, just so if folks are new to this first Monday of the month show, just to let you know, I will be uh, typing up some notes for you guys. Um, it's going to appear on the patchtrainingteam.com blog, and it usually takes me between 15 minutes and um, half an hour to kind of pretty it up, and then we will publish that. So you don't have to seriously take notes because I will be doing that for you. <laughs> so I'll let you take it away, Dr. Dennis. Thank you. All right, sure, you're welcome. And thank you, everybody, for being here with us. So uh, before I get into the nitty-gritty of uh, chaos, um, uh, I just want to overall say that one of the biggest things that uh, look to me as if it will provide a lot of chaos are messenger RNA nanite combined uh, cocktail injections, which will increase recombinant DNA and restructure our DNA. And that means we will have synthetic DNA and not be natural source DNA anymore. We'll basically be a patented DNA organism. And if you own a patent on the synthetic DNA or the recombinant DNA injection, then you'll actually legally own the person who's injected. So that's something to think about. Mm, yeah, I didn't think about that piece of it, about the patented part. Uh, but, yeah, we know that from, uh, you know, the, the court cases with Monsanto where their uh, genetically modified seed has blown over from a truck or the winds or whatever into an orga- organic farmer's farm um, and just like by the side of the road, you know, they've actually, you know, found, you know, GMO organisms there. And then in the past, Monsanto, now Bayer, has um, been able to uh, win the court cases because the organic farmer has uh, GMO, their patented seeds, on their property, even though they didn't plant it and even though it fell off a truck or in the air or whatever, and it wasn't even in their field, but it was on their property, um, and so they were able to win that. Now, now uh, people are fighting back, though, so organic farmers are now you know, getting help because they don't have a lot of big, deep-lined pockets like Monsanto does. They're getting people to donate to fight that so that they can actually accuse them of tainting their organic farm with their seed, right? So they're going to preemptively strike there instead of being taken to court for having the seed on their property accidentally. Yeah. So, yes, you've made a really good point that um, if something is patented, theoretically speaking, given our current legal system, if something is patented um, and appears in a, you know, it accidentally or purposely, whatever, you know, is now in someone, could that mean that that person's DNA now is patented? So our patent laws right now would, you know, right now I believe would protect the patent holder, but when it comes to being inside a human being, that could be a completely different thing, and you would think it would be, but we don't have laws around that yet. Right, and so, so anyway, the point of mentioning all that, and you outlined that really well relative to GMO crops, is the chaos that that, that creates, and um, Chaos has a central attractor, and I'll address what that looks like in Asian medicine in a few minutes. But uh, first, I just want to address the concept of stress. We talked about this a lot before. It's basically a challenge to balance or homeostasis. And 
if we perceive a lot of chaos in our life, we have big challenges to our, our balance. And so we have ways of dealing with that and relaxing more, and that's what we're going to address. And that speaks to coherence versus incoherence. And we've talked before on our show about the difference between what somebody looks like when they're incoherent and when they look like when they're coherent. So the idea is that chaos or perceived chaos can create incoherence. And if we're calm, we're more coherent. So incoherence creates blockages because there's chi flying around all over the place and it's not organized. And if we're coherent, we're clear and the chi is anchored and focused. The chi is the energy of the life force. And we could look at that on physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels or layers. And just as a, a, a brief review of that, if we're incoherent on a physical level, um, we get blockages creating pain. Uh, we experience a lot of accidents, uh, have a lot of health problems and feel bad. And if we're coherent, in contrast to that, we feel good. There's no pain and no blockage. We have material harmony and good health and fitness. Then if we look at it on an emotional layer, if we're incoherent, we've got sadness, depression, anger, resentment, guilt, and shame. And if we're coherent or clear, uh, we have, on an emotional layer, we've got joy and happiness and peace, safety and confidence and innocence. Okay, then if we move to a mental layer, we're looking at incoherence. That's related to confusion and paranoia and pessimistic thoughts and low self-esteem. And when we're coherent and clear, we have clarity of purpose. We have optimistic thoughts. We have high self-esteem. And then if we move up to a, a, a spiritual layer and we're looking at the incoherence, incoherent spiritual energy looks like fear and separate ego, ego that's separate from source. And, and no known mission and relatively little focus and mistrust of our intuition. And if we're coherent or clear, we have faith, we have focus, we're one with source and spirit, we know our soul's mission, and we trust our intuition. So given those layers physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, we're working on all those layers when we talk about chaos and how our perceived stress and perceived chaos contribute to our incoherence versus our, co our being coherent and clear. And the patches can actually contribute to our being more clear and coherent 
in our energy field and they can actually operate on all those different layers. We mostly just talk about how they work on a physical layer, but they also work on emotional, mental, and spiritual layer. In my experience, and not so much what the company reports. Mm. Yeah, that's great. And this is not just so, uh, uh, of Asian medicine. This is because of the patches themselves in your experience? Or the combo? Well, the patches, patches help. With- the patches help right. the coherence. Yeah, and there are a lot of other factors involved, too, like when I work with people. And that includes meditation and focus and understanding uh, connection with source and using alchemy so that the patches serve as crystals to anchor and ground energy to maintain an energy greater pattern. Mm-hmm. Especially when one places intent in the energy pattern. So when one's putting the patches on, one can place intent in the whole operation of placing the patch on an acupuncture point. Now, the acupuncture point already has a known function because it's got a known frequency of toroidal field that's around it, and that toroidal field has a frequency. And in terms of Asian medicine, that's described as a spirit that lives in a little dwelling inside a cave that is the acupuncture point. So we have that frequency or spirit in that cave or acupuncture point, and then it's stimulated or activated by an additional frequency set of light coming from the patches and that can and because the acupuncture points are connected to the meridian system which contains liquid crystal water that moves information like uh, optical fiber like light going through an optical fiber then uh, we uh, combine synergistically the frequencies of the patch and the frequency of the points in tension uh, with 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 our intention from source because source created those points with our intention of why we put the patch on. So we have our intention plus the frequency of the patch plus the frequency of the spirit and the point coursing through the acupuncture meridians. And that information goes all the way to the cells and then is picked up by the, cell membranes and translated by the intracellular tubules to the DNA. So we have a whole network going from outside the body through the acupuncture system into our own DNA and, and vice versa. So the information actually goes both ways. <clears throat> and we're, as we talked about before, we're beings of light. We're emitting light from our DNA, but the, most people can't see it, although some people can detect that, that luminosity. Cool. <clears throat> All right, so that's the system we're working with. And then, then we, we talk about 
um, becoming more emotionally stable by being more calm. So emotional stability is a construct that was developed by Isaac. <clears throat> and and I used to um, do, do research with... Pardon? How do you spell Isaac? Is that Dr. Isaac, or how do you spell it? Uh, E-Y-S-E-N-K. E-Y-S-E-N-K. Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, E-N-C-K. E-Y-S-E-N-C-K. So what the Isaac personality inventory does is ask questions about psychological dimensions, and it detects the difference between emotional stability and neuroticism on one scale and introversion and extroversion on another scale. So I'm not going to talk about the introversion and extroversion right now. I'm mostly focused on the emotional stability aspect versus neuroticism. So one thing we we do when we get more calm, and and my research shows this is an effective exercise as well. I did this research in the late 70s and early 80s, <clears throat> reported it in a number of journals. Aerobic exercise changes our physiology and psychological dimensions and helps us become more emotionally stable, as mentioned by the Isaac personality inventory. So the the scales on the Ising personality inventory are second order factor structures of personality. Now the an example of a first order structure would be all the dimensions that we find on the MMPI, the Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory, like anxiety and depression and um mania, uh things like that. So in a second-order factor structure, if you cluster things that are related together, variables on psychological dimensions together, and you optimize the way the covariance is distributed, then you get the the scale of emotional stability versus neuroticism. So <clears throat> emotional stability can actually be measured scientifically. And I've done that and reported that. So he basically, I think, made a test, uh, which is different from the MMPI, which you mentioned, where they yeah. took some of the variables and they clustered them together and somehow optimized it. So then you can actually measure emotional stability on a different scale than other tests. Is that, is that I'm getting that right? That's right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, perfect. You, you sum that up just perfectly. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So, so the sure. So, so the point is, we're getting at looking at emotional stability as part of being clear and coherent and calm versus being chaotic. Mm. Okay, so so that's one way of looking at it, and that's the way we'd look at it from a Western science perspective from the science of psychology. Another way we'd look at it from a traditional Chinese medicine perspective is calming Shen. 
Shen is a spirit that dwells in the, the heart organ or official in five element medicine. The heart is the emperor and it officiates <clears throat> over all the other officials or organs. And when I say organs in Chinese medicine, I'm talking about energy systems, not just physical organs. So the heart is an energy system where the intelligence of existence or the Shen is housed. And we can see that in people's eyes. If they have good Shen, they're very healthy and their eyes are all sparkly and, and they, they look um, like they're very clear and they act clear in their mentation and their thought and their actions. And the opposite of that would be somebody who's all bollocked up and chaotic and uh, when you look in their eyes, they would have the absence of Shen and they kind of look like they didn't know where they were going and like zombies. Oh, dear. Well, That's unfortunately, why zombies look like that. Yeah. <laughs> on TV, what, anyway. What's that? That's why zombies look like that on TV. I was like, what is it that makes zombies look like zombies besides them walking funny? And you just, you just told us it's that <clears throat> the eyes. That's how they make them look really different from the non-zombies, is their eyes are, like, fogged over and just dull. Yeah, lack of shen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, Whereas and somebody with good shen or that's, you know, coherent or calm has that sparkle, has that vibe in their eyes, like they're truly alive. Yeah, and so the, the soul is missing. The soul is, like, anchoring the shen in the heart. And without the soul, all they have is just a bunch of function without Shen. And the soul's either been ripped off or commandeered by entities like maybe Lucifer or whatever. Mm. Wow, fascinating. So, uh, yeah, that's what we see in zombies, is people without the soul and, and they're not exhibiting any Shen. And so when we, uh, when we tonify the heart, we can we can bring Shen back and calm back. And that's what we're doing when we bring back calm out of chaos. We're bringing back Shen. So that's why I mentioned that. Okay. So what is chaos? The chaos theory was solidified in a book that came out in 1987 by James Gleick. And uh, that, that book is, um, it's chaos theory, uh, chaos uh, making a new science. So it's a new science back in in the uh, 80s. And I was tracking it back then. It was fascinating to me. And I was also tracking what's happening with complexity as that science was developing in the Santa Fe Institute. Because I, um, I was interested back then in how exercise affects not only our physiology and our biochemistry, but also our our psychology, our mentation, and our emotional stability. And I actually used instruments that measured that, psychological instruments like Ising's personality inventory that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. So um, 
let, let's look at chaos and see how it affects us. So most people think of chaos as being random, but it's not really random. Chaos has a central attractor, which means there's an anchor to what appears to be chaotic. Okay, say that and, again, just so I'm clear on that. You said a central. Say that. Sorry, say it again. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes, no, no worries. It's okay. Uh, chaos has a central attractor, which means there's an anchor for the energy or the pattern that we see as chaos. So it, what appears to be an incoherent or a random pattern can actually have an anchor or does actually have an anchor. Oh, wow. Okay, so in in chaos theory, the the pattern that we're seeing that appears to be random is not really random. It has an anchor. So if if we look for the anchor, we can deal with the chaos. Mm, okay. Okay, so that's a way for of dealing with chaos. So in Asian medicine, that central attractor is actually the yin and the jing. And the energy that that gets anchored is the yang. So if we're coherent, we have a biofield that's clear and if we're incoherent, we have a biofield that's chaotic. Our biofield is the energy of the body's biofield or the pattern of that energy and what it looks like. And so if we're incoherent and chaotic, we have more yang energy that's flying around all over the place that's not focused and not anchored. And if we're more coherent, then that yang energy is anchored in the yin and the jing and it's balanced and we're more healthy. So in terms of Asian medicine, we're looking at the principle of treatment for chaos is to tonify the yin and the jing because it anchors the yang. So the yang doesn't fly around all over the place and it's more organized and coherent in its anchor. I, uh, Dr. Now, let me give you an example. One thing that comes up with, with some people, because they know a little bit about yin and yang, um, and, um, you know, the simplistic view is like, oh, well, yin and yang is in both male and female, but is it true that women have more relative yin and men have more relative yang? And if so, does that make one sex or gender more likely to go into this chaotic state than another? Traditionally, yes. Okay. If uh, women are more yin, um, they're the anchor, like traditionally for the family and the household, and men are traditionally running around hunting or gathering or uh, these days, I don't know what you'd call it, working, I suppose. And um, that's a whole other issue, too, is uh, when they lose their 
purpose and they're out of work, that uh, breaks apart the balance. And we see a lot, and that creates more chaos. And we're seeing a lot of that today. Where uh, so you're about saying that men may have because it of the lock- because of their traditional role. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's just from a traditional perspective. I mean, a lot of women work too these days, and there are a lot of issues about that that I don't really want to get into right now. Okay. Yeah, that was a quick Because we go off on a tangent. So, um, so we're looking at, uh, <clears throat> well, since you, you mentioned the difference between yin and yang, both yin and yang come from the Tao. And another word for Tao can be source. So if you draw a circle, that whole circle or enzo can represent the Tao or the energy of source, which has both yin and yang and jing in it. And jing is the essence from which both yin and yang derive. So yin and yang derive from jing, which is part of the Tao or source. Now, when when that source is disharmonious, in Asian medicine, evil chi is disharmonious energy or or disharmonious chi. So the energy that's evil is incoherent or not organized. So the, the young can scatter. And an example of that is in somebody who is, say, um, manic. Okay. Their yang is not anchored very well because their yin has deteriorated and become deficient. And so the yang flies around all over the place and goes up to the head and makes makes one's thoughts more active. Okay, uh, so... Yang likes to go up, right? So that's why the head. Well, Yang likes to rise. Yeah, like Yang rising. And after after months and months of lockdown, for example, Mm -hmm. people start getting stir-crazy and under a lot of emotional distress... And they be, can become the opposite of emotionally stable or neurotic. And then they're more easily triggered and exhibit derangement syndromes when they're triggered to go out and uh, riot and destroy things and cause a lot of what appears to be chaos. Now, in terms of what's happening physiologically, this emotional distress or derangement causes um, what's called demon fire. And it's a physiology of it's um, demon fire is described in Asian medicine as a physiology of distress. And it destroys or burns up the yin and the jing. So what happens if you burn up your yin and you burn up your jing? What happens to the yang? 
it flies all over the place and you become incoherent. Now, water, if you look at a, a five-element chart, you know, our, our five-element turtle with fire, earth, metal, water, wood around in a circle for our turtle. The, if we look at water, water is the grandmother for fire, and the grandmother controls or regulates the grandchild. Now, if we have demon fire burning up yin and jane running out of control what's going to happen to our water well our water is going to evaporate because because uh excess heat evaporates the water so water is used up trying to control the fire and then we get a disharmony of fire and water and that's known as a shen disturbance in other words, um, emotional disturbance. So that's what we see in people that are deranged is this fire-water disharmony and imbalance and what appears to be chaos. And they definitely need a little bit of the calming stuff that we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you really kind of want to, like, you know, throw a bucket of water at them personally. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Yeah, like, but you know, <laughs> maybe a fire hose. Yeah, fire hoses. Yeah, that would work too. <laughs> Just stop it, guys. Just stop it. <laughs> so when we're calm, we're balanced, and when we're chaotic, we're imbalanced. So it's like on a spiritual level, it's the difference between source and Lucifer. Source is calm and balanced in the Tao, which is ordered and has a coherent structure. And Lucifer is chaotic and imbalanced and incoherent. You know, thinking about this today, Dennis, this morning, and uh, was um, about this whole, you know, coherence and coherence. And uh, uh, I just wanted to make a different analogy for people. Um, now, you know, we, okay. it, it, we're not talking about, you know, uh, necessarily, uh, you know, demons being like people being, you know, possessed or anything like that. But I want to share an analogy about my uh, pottery plate. Now, we, we have a gal here at, um, you know, close by, and that's her job. She she has a business, and she makes beautiful hand pottered call that pottered um, plates and and cups and bowls and so we bought this whole set from her gorgeous gorgeous blue set and uh you know james uh you know brookview <laughs> uh and and so we uh crazy glued uh, a couple items back together there was a little bit of a crack and one we you know kind of crazy glued the bottom and that kind of thing well this is very interesting so he said to me he goes listen to how this sounds. So he took a plate that was not broken and he just tinged it, you know, with with a with the spoon and it had this this ringing sound, like bing, you know, the sound. And same thing with the cup that was not broken, bing, it was this beautiful resonant, right? So then for for what he repaired, right. okay, with the glue, he tinged it with with, you know, the spoon or whatever, and it was like boop. It was like this really weird boop 
sound. It wasn't a ting. It was a whoop. And it was like the resonance was gone. It was like the molecules were like, whoa, what the heck, right? It's broken. It's, it's not right, coherent. Right. All the energy was not coherent. So um, I just thought that was super interesting because even though it was so-called repaired fluid functions, normally um, how many of us have these little incoherent pieces in our fields that so we don't fully resonate on that high vibe level, the, the who we truly are, who we're made, you know, the source us. Anyway, so I wanted to interject to share with you <laughs> that really interesting analogy. Yeah, well, that also relates to Emoto's uh, concepts of um, how water is structured. And when it's lovingly structured, it resonates with source. And when it's structured with evil thoughts of of hate and anger, then it's chaotic and incoherent pattern of the water crystal. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's... And so that that brings up another concept in in Asian medicine also that the earth element, the energy of the earth, is nurturing and can regulate or control the water. So, with logical, coherent thinking, we can actually control how much our water is used up to control the fire. Okay. So, like, if we're looking at the turtle, another way to deal with the loss of the water or the yin and the jing is to think, have an intention to stay balanced and focused. And one way we can do that is with meditation. And that can help regulate and hold the water because earth holds water. So the water's not all used up and doesn't evaporate in the fire, and it can regulate the fire better. Right. Now, how does so a lot of the challenges, have to do with thinking? I didn't quite get that piece. What does Earth have to do with thinking? Well, what's one, of, one of the characteristics of, of the Earth element is thought. Cognition, thinking, like, for example, worry. If you're thinking, if you're overthinking, you over-worry about something like... Oh, uh, okay. Uh, if, if you over-worry, you, you, uh, <clears throat> you stress yourself out, like studying for an exam. Then you can deplete your uh, spleen sheet, for example, in the earth. So your, yeah. your thinking can affect your, your earth energy got it okay so um, a lot of the excuse me the factors in our environment that are triggering the demon fire and derangement syndrome are actually intentional they're lockdown stress Wearing masks, the possibility of being forcefully injected at gunpoint with a vaccine, 
and also being subjected to 5G energy, which we talked about in previous shows, causes um, uh, the electron on the outer shell of oxygen molecules to have reverse spin, so the oxygen won't connect or attach to hemoglobin, and that makes us hypoxic because of uh, the red blood cells or the hemoglobin in the red blood cells can't carry the oxygen to the tissues, then we become hypoxic. And that's that's one thing 5G does. Another thing it does is cause electroporation, which is expand the pores, pore opening of the cell membrane, so that more toxins can go in into the cells. So not very good for health, and it creates demon fire in terms of Chinese medicine. Okay, so we have all these factors creating the chaos. And actually, James Gleick in his chaos book once said, uh, in the prologue even uh, of his book, quote, where chaos begins, classical science stops. So, of course, we're, we're grounded in classical science, but we're also looking at quantum physics and quantum science when we're dealing with what we're talking about here and working working on it from a spiritual level and from the shen of the heart, which can actually regulate our DNA coherence to open up wormholes and access other dimensions. So that's part of what we can do when we are using these acupuncture points with our intention and placing patches on them. So we're not just putting um, crystals on acupuncture points. We're actually dealing with the intention of calming the Shen by accessing it through the heart and other dimensions. Of course, that's way beyond what the company will say about the patches, but that's the way I work with them. Right. I love that. So let's look at some of the acupuncture points and then where to put them, uh, put the patches um, on those points and why and which patches to use. All right. Sounds good. So, all right. So some of the points we can use for calm um, the main one is actually Yintan, which is the third eye. That's on the on the bridge of the nose, on the glabella between the eyebrows. That's a really good point. Uh, another good point that I use a lot is GB24. And that's um, on the that midline be... of the forehead. Okay, sorry, Jen. Okay, the other the Yintang was Governor Vessel twenty. I can't remember twenty six. Was it twenty six point five? Uh, no, uh, twenty six is beyond that. No, um, it's um. Uh, it might be twenty four point five. 
but okay. I'm not I'm not for sure on that. It's just it's a an extra point called Yin Tom, or the okay. third eye. Just call it the third eye. Got it. Okay, and then we have GV24. <clears throat> and that's also very calming. And it's located um, on the midline, uh, one soon or anatomical Chinese inch, uh, posterior to the hairline. Or where your hairline was on me, it would be on my bald spot. I used to have a hairline there, but not anymore. <laughs> Probably didn't take enough Ho Sha Wu. <laughs> yeah, I kind of forget about this point, honestly. The GB twenty four. Um, I think I, I think my default is probably Governor Vessel uh, GB twenty uh, for if I'm feeling down. You know, or or you know, uh, feeling too much of what's going on in the world. Um, but yeah, I'll have to remember the GV twenty four. Sure. Yeah, GV twenty is a really good one. Also, it's a top. It's at the top of the Tai Chi pole <clears throat> between the apices of the ears on the midline, right right near that bump, just in front of the the bump on the Pontanella. So that's a really good point. And um, if if uh, yin chi is heavy and pulling the yang chi down, making us feel depressed, then patching GB20 can raise the yang chi up. And we feel less depressed. Or less down, as you put it. And uh, GB24 is part of a trio called Three Sisters. And that includes both gallbladder 13, which are bilateral, three soon bilateral to GB24 on the same line that's 0.5 soon posterior to the hairline. So I, I use that one a lot to calm Shen in in uh, clients and patients. And that's gallbladder 13? Yep, gallbladder 13, both both sides of GV24, so we have three points there. Three sisters. Three sisters are awesome, just like the charmed ones. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Okay, uh, another good point is kidney six. Now, kidney six is a master point of the yin chow mai, which is um, the channel that is responsible for rest and calm. So by stimulating kidney six, we're evoking rest and calm. So kid- kidney six is just below the inner ankle. It's um, inferior to the uh, medial malleolus and the depression below the um, ankle. Uh, 
then there's bladder 62. Bladder 62 is on the outside of the foot, uh, just below the ankle. And it's a master point of the yang chow mai, which is responsible for arousal and, and chaos. And so you're thinking, why would I want to stimulate the master point for chaos if I'm already chaotic? Well, because that point's responsible for chaos and arousal, you can invert its function by putting a negative patch on it and then sedate it like a tan ice wave or a tan energy enhancer patch can rotate the frequency and the excess energy out of that point. So then that has the effect of calming the system down. Okay. Then we have uh, our old classic standby, Stomach 36. And Stomach 36 stabilizes grounding at the source of our being. And it revitalizes energy and feeds the earth, and it increases vitality and stamina. And the reasons for that I alluded to when we talked about earth element, it stabilizes grounding. And so when you're more grounded and the earth is functioning better and stomach 36 is tonified, you can anchor your water better. So it's not all used up putting out demon fire. Okay, and then we have Spleen 6. And Spleen 6 is is well known for calming Shen. And, of course, most people familiar with what we've been talking about over the years knows that we have three of our leg yin channels crossing at Spleen 6. So we can access all three of spleen and kidney and liver channels at that point. So by accessing spleen, we're regulating earth. By accessing kidney, we're regulating water. And by accessing liver, we're regulating where energy flows, where where the blood is flowing in the body. So spleen six can calm Shan and it can tonify blood and it reverses fear and also the perception of depression or feeling down. Yeah, so that can be used in combination with I'm sorry? I said spleen six rocks. It's an awesome point. <laughs> yeah, it does, it rocks. Great. I've got this uh license plate on my on the front of my truck it says Arizona Rocks. Oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Just like spleen. <laughs> spleen rocks. Yeah. Good way of putting it. And so you can use spleen six in combination with GV20, which you alluded to before, for um, relieving the sense of feeling down. Yeah, I think so. 
some people feel like they feel down and they feel anxious. So I think classically GB20 would be contraindicated if you're feeling anxious. So how would those people handle it, feeling down and anxious? I'd go to um, a um, yin-yang pair in fire, which are namely Sanjiao 5 and Pericardium 6, and use energy enhancer patches on those. So that would uh, would calm people down, calm, calming Shen, <clears throat> calms down fire. So you'd put the, the tan energy enhancer patch on, on left, pericardium six, and the white energy enhancer patch on the right, Sanjiao five. And that that's very Shen calming. Ah. Of course, there are lots of other things, too, you can do to calm down fire, but those are good points. Okay, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> let's say we want to tonify kidney jang. We can do that with gallbladder 39. Gallbladder 39 is the influential point for, for marrow. And in Asian medicine, marrow isn't just the bone marrow. It includes... All, all the things that the energy of the kidneys affect, including bone marrow and the nervous system and the endocrine system in the nervous system and part of the immune system, which is articulated with and part of the, um, the marrow. So gallbladder 39 is a really good point for tonifying kidney jing, especially if we're getting burned out with uh, demon fire. Mm. Or if you have somebody who's, who's deranged and emotionally distressed and their demon fire is ranging, I'd go with, bladder, with gallbladder 39. So that's, that uh, point is Three soon proximal to the lateral malleolus, or it's on on the side of the leg above the ankle, about three inches. Yeah, I know my area there is actually the fascia is kind of tight, and 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 that's where my skate boot hits. Uh, and so it's pretty hard, my skate boot. So I think I'm appreciating more this point <laughs> uh, because of what you said. Yeah. Uh, what it does. And I think that um, the skating boot like kind of stresses the ankle area out. Um, but definitely in that area because it presses on it um, pretty intensely sometimes in certain skating moves. So I just noticed the fascia is kind of reactive there a little bit. So I've been actually doing um, like – washa and um, like skin rolling and patching there and I find that it's much looser now it's, it's just more you know smooth I don't I don't feel like I have much demon fire but I still think it's a really good point 
uh, more respect for it, let's put it that way, since you taught me about it. <laughs> right, right. And and the, the gua sha Dr. Karen's talking about is uh, um, massage on the skin, like using a jade blade with some oil. Is that the kind of gua sha you're talking about? Yeah, well, I actually bought a, um, a metal blade, um, and, uh, you know, okay. it's still rounded, but it's it's a little bit thinner than the stone that I have. The stone really didn't do anything, but it was a cheap rose quartz stone. But the one I have is, uh, I have a bone one made with, like, whalebone or some, some sort of bone, and then I have this one, brand new one that was stainless steel I really, really like because the way it's curved, it really fits into these little pockets. Um, so I'm using that. And then I also have what's called a fascia blaster, which is a hard white plastic, and, and it has little um, uh, arms on it, like a little octopus. So these arms come out, and you can actually get to deeper layers of fascia with the arms. Wow. Good way to stimulate the points. Mm-hmm. And the fascia and the it's blood intense. circulating to the skin. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I definitely, I can I can feel it getting less intense over time. Let's put it that way. I've been doing that. Um, I have a fascia, face blaster now. And uh, what was really fascinating is when I was doing my face, I noticed that parts of my forehead were really tight. And so it was sore. Like, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so tight. And it was around that gallbladder, not 13, but more like on the forehead area. I don't know what that is, 12 or something. Anyway, yeah. so that was definitely tighter on the right than the left, and I found all these uneven areas on my face, like on my nasal labial fold and, you know, on either side of the nose was sore, and now that I've been doing it for over a month, I it's hardly sore at all, which is fascinating to me. Anyway, that's an aside, not related to what we're talking about today, but, but uh, you know, but it's, it's pretty interesting how sometimes you can kind of diagnose which acupuncture points need attention because the fascia is tight there. Right. Yeah. Good point. Well, actually, that that can help people relax more to bring the chi and the blood to the surface so it's not stagnant from an injury that and is creating a blockage underneath. Right. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, let's say we want to uh, reprogram our yin because we're talking about yin depletion. So a uh, really good point for reprogramming our constitutional yin over the whole body, and I've talked about this before, is, drum roll please, kidney nine. <laughs> Sorry, what was oh, that? Thank you. Kidney nine. Kidney nine. All right. One I never use, but yes, I got to remember that. <laughs> so it, it's five soon proximal to the medial malleolus, or it's five inches towards the center of the body on the inner ankle. Really good point for re- reprogramming yin. So if you're resetting your whole body's yin, Especially if you have somebody who's deranged, that would be a good one. Yeah, so the kidney channel runs a little bit behind the spleen. The spleen channel tends to be like right on near the edge of that uh, 
um, bone, the tibia on the inside. Uh, people want to, you know, poke themselves right now just to, with their finger just to feel that. And the kidneys are just a little bit kind of towards the Achilles tendon uh, more. Yeah. So, like if you go down to kidney three, you run your thumb up the side of the Achilles tendon, you've got the kidney channel there. Yep, I think that's kind of tight on me as well because of the, well, not because of the skating boot, but the skating boot doesn't help. Well, with all the skating exercise you do, you definitely need um, exercises that will move your chi and blood so it doesn't pool and stay stagnant. And you're working the tissues a lot, and so you increase your muscle tone and and the uh, the tone on your tendons there. And uh, the the trauma can pool uh, fluids in that area, so definitely want to work it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. The t- the fascia can be really tight in those areas, and a lot of people because of gravity. Think about it. We're standing, right? A lot of you know standing, sitting. Gravity. Uh, you know, I think if if people actually look at their tissues and get to know their tissues. Uh, they'll notice that a lot of times, you know, near the ankle area that you don't get wrinkles, you know, when you are trying to, like, move the skin, and that's a sign. I mean, you may not have edema, you know, like that horrible swelling that people have with, with their heart, congestive heart failure, but you might not be able to move the tissues there. That's actually not normal, but I only learned that very recently, like several years ago. <laughs> And so the the good point for that to drain damp would be spleen nine. Yeah, I did that last night after eating Cheez Its. <laughs> Organic uh, Cheez Its. Let's call it Cheez Its. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, those are good. Anyway, um yeah. Well, I was like, well, what happened better, to your better... spleen nine after you? Well, you know, it's funny. It wasn't uh, wasn't necessarily uh, that sore, but um, I it was very damp yesterday, so I think my knees could feel a little bit of that going up and down the stairs. Um, I could feel the dampness in the knees, and of course, being stubborn, I still ate the Cheez-Its. Uh, but I thought, you know, I better patch my spleen nine when I go to sleep, and so today I didn't have any knee pain waking up. Yay! <laughs> That's cheating, guys. It's cheating. But I want to let you know, just because I'm a doctor doesn't mean I'm perfect. <laughs> we we know you're human, Dr. Karen. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so we got about uh, 20 minutes left here um, before the end of the show. We got a bunch of people here. In case anybody has any LifeWave questions, now's the time to raise your hand. Oh, we did have somebody raise their hand. The number to call in is 818-514-1190, well, and then hit 1. Let me run through a few more points, then we'll do the questions, and then I'll go back and talk about how to patch them. Sounds good. Okay, so a few more points. CV12 is a good one because it brings order um, order out of chaos. And it influences the young organs also. So it can help organize the young chi that's all over the place and bring order out of the chaos. CB12. That's a front mu point or the alarm point for this for the um, 
stomach channel, CB12. And one, one way to tell that's working really well is how it reverses dizziness and, and nausea and vomiting and vertigo because rebellious stomach chi has all of those symptoms. And uh, CV12, because it brings order out of chaos, can bring the um, stomach chi in its normal direction, which is down instead of up. And so it also has the characteristic of of returning to original nature, and it also unblocks water. So water's not stagnant, and it can move where you want it to. So CV12 would also be a good point in addition to spleen 9 for unblocking water, like what we were talking about a minute ago in the ankles. Nice. Yeah, okay, yeah. Perception vessel 12 is kind of like halfway between the belly button and the xiphoid, somewhere in there. Yes, the that's right. About where the fold is, if you bend over, you get a, a nice fold in the center of your gut there. So halfway between the belly button and and the A angle of the ribs, right below the xiphoid, and it's halfway between. So it, it's... That that distance is eight inches or eight soon. So you go four soon up or four soon down, and on the midline, and you got CV12. Cool. That's that's the point I patched on. Um, Suzanne Summers. That's right, Suzanne Summers uh, at uh, Genoa during the cruise, and I talked about that before. So she was. She was feeling nauseous from the flight, and she didn't have patches with her, so or they were packed in her suitcase. And so I, I pulled out a glutathione and stuck it on CV12, and and uh, reversed her rebellious stomach chi, and she didn't feel nauseous anymore, and she felt great. And uh, then then at the reception, and I talked about this before, David introduced me to her, and he he says I I do strange things with the patches and uh she goes yeah well it helped get rid of my nausea so it worked yeah. <laughs> that's great so great great story thank you okay so um another really good point i like is kidney seven it tonifies kidney in and and it also tonifies the jing so because it tonifies the jing and the yin, it's also getting the yang, because jing is made of both yin and yang. So if we're talking about burning out our yin and, and jing and not anchoring the yang, kidney seven's a real good one. It's the metal point in the water, and so it's very spiritual point. It increases the integrity of primordial chi, and it returns the chi to its original nature. So in other words, if we're all bollocked up with chaos from a derangement syndrome, kidney seven can help us help anchor our our jing and, and return us to original nature, which is source. So... Um, 
if you're I, I just got an image of being out in the streets with somebody who's got derangement syndrome and they're they're coming at you. A good self-defense move would be to kick them in kidney seven and activate that, and then they'll calm down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> it would be pretty precise, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's like, whoa, where am I? What happened? Like they snapped right. out where of where am I? What happened? What am I doing here? Why do I have this axe in my hand? You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Last but not least, bladder sixty. Now bladder sixty connects to Jing, and and the power of the fire in the water. So in other words, it can help the water move around. So it, it unfreezes or unblocks the water so it can be moved. And that that translates into Western, that translates into Western physiology into affecting hormones, lymph, secretions, blood, and synovial fluid. So we can help all of those with bladder sixty. Wow. Because it unblocks that the water includes the water. Good stuff. Okay. Okay. So it affects hormones, so those are all the points blood, want... synovial fluid. Yeah. I, you're you're partly one? breaking up. Um, you've never been so unclear because you must be on your phone or something in the doctor's office. <laughs> no, I'm on a landline phone, but oh well. Okay. I think it's because we're both talking. Well, at the it's same breaking time, up. So. That could be. Anyway, it's breaking up more than usual, but I can still understand what you're saying. Uh, okay, so let's. Um, those are all the points I wanted to hit on. So let's go to questions, and then I'll talk about patching. All right, awesome. So if you have a question for Dr. Dennis about uh, what to patch, what patch to use, where to put it based on your own symptoms. Remember, you want to avoid talking about patching for a disease. We don't answer those kinds of questions. Number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190 and hit 1. And if you happen to be on the chat, you can also put your questions there. So I'll just open up the chat uh, and if you're just online, you can put your questions there. So I'm going to say your first three digits of your phone number, which is the area code, and then I'll unmute you, and then you can ask your questions. Uh, area code 678. Hello. This is Marilyn. Hello. Hey, Marilyn. Uh, hi, Marilyn. Hi. Hi. Um, this is wonderful information. However, I'm thinking about relatives and nieces and nephews and things. So I'm looking at all these in general, someone who has anxiety um, and depression and or, I guess, you know, kind of teenager types. Um, what is a, 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 one of the points during the day that's not obvious, for example, on the third eye, you know, maybe certain things could be at <laughs> night or things that are more hidden and then if I were to give them patches, would it be the energy patches? You know, so, you know, trying to help out people, but again, something that's more universal that, 
you know, people, they don't have serious problems, obviously. But, you know, just being anxious as young adults are with school and things like that. So I'm looking for hidden areas that are the best. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, the most simple thing you can do is use energy enhancer patches on pericardium 6. Oh, okay. I wouldn't guess that. So okay. that that calms Chen, and it it opens up the drawbridge too of uh, the heart protector to open up the heart's energy, so it can come out and act as an emperor to affect the rest of the body. Uh, you can also, if you want to get fancy, you can use a yin yang pair there instead of just pericardium six. So you can use the tan energy enhancer patch on left pericardium six. And the white one on the right, Sanjiao 5, or Triple Burner 5. Oh, okay. And uh, if you need help with point location, you could go to yinyonghouse.com, and they have really good acupuncture charts in there and shows you where the points are. And that one would work for both anxiety and depression in general, if someone's not serious. Mostly, you know, not- calming, mostly calming Shen, which encompasses both of those and that that also depends on what's causing the uh, depression but um, you could also uh, use um, as Dr. Karen was saying earlier uh, one of the YH patches on top of the Tai Chi pole Uh, and if you don't want to put it on directly on your head because of the hair you could use a bobby pin to do that or you can flip it around and stick it on the bottom of your hat Oh, okay. Or start whatever you're using up there. Okay, so that's the that's the um, so if if you were going to get two types of patches, you would get the energy enhancers and then the YH for the top of the head. Yeah, one of the YH depending on what else you need. Oh, okay. So yeah, I would probably need a, neon. A good. Yeah, if you're looking for a good. Anti-stress and anti-aging patch should go with the Eon because that has a multitude of effects. Oh, okay. And would you put that behind the ear on the Triple Warner, or where would you put that one? On top of the head. Oh, on top. Like on GV20. Oh, okay, okay. On GV20, just the top of the Tai Chi pole. Oh, okay. On the center of the head. Okay, so you could just give them that to start with and say wear it underneath your hat or, or, you know, and yeah, can you wear that at night? A, a, sca- a scarf, yeah. Can you do it at night or would that be too stimulating? I could do it at night, especially the first two weeks. Uh, wearing Eon, it has a detox effect, which is making you feel lethargic, so it will help her sleep. But oh. then it won't hurt to keep it on at night after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just know how young people are sensitive about the way they look and <laughs> hiding things, and they don't want questions. So, uh, right. Yeah. I don't know if they're allowed to wear a hat. I mean, well, I guess they're not really in school, but um, you know, if they do wear a hat normally anyway, that would be an easy one to do. Just stick it to the underside of the hat and put the hat on. Nobody knows. Yeah, no, you can actually idea. put it uh, under the hair. Like you can move some hair to the side and stick the patch under the hair. Yeah, oh, okay. 
combed it to one okay. side, stuck the patch on, combed it over. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for I all got those a lot of hair, tips. Though. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, well, then that's good. Yeah, I was just looking for the, you know, most people are not very serious, but, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I think, too, just to comment, I'm actually a psychologist, so I think uh-huh. to some degree when you talk about people who are in normal ranges having things help them versus someone who is on an abnormal sure. range, it's not going to maybe get the same effect as quickly just because there's this underlying yeah. mental pathology. But, you know, I guess you you know, well, you for have purposes to manage of- for yeah, purposes of, of LifeWave patching, we're talking about a normal range of function. Yeah, that's that's what I figured, yeah. So it's not going to work maybe on not, someone not who has. Good. Okay. Well, great. Well, that's yeah. good. I like simple and easy. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Thanks. All right. Sure. Great question. Thanks. I'm going to mute you and unmute. Um. Oh, another person that's area six seven eight. Is this a relative of yours? <laughs> hi. Hi, this is Angela. Hey, hi. Hi, Angela. Hi. I'd like to know, um yeah, there's sure. two of us talking. I would like to know if there is a way to strengthen the ALAR ligaments in the cervical spine through X thirty nine or some other patch. And then my second question is, is there any patching placement for Getting rid of lightheadedness uh, seems to come from cervical instability and wobbliness in the head also. Well, as you know, uh, or you may know, that X39 stimulates stem cell proliferation and restructures DNA and also mitigates pain. So a good place Mm -hmm. to put it for the cervical spine is right at the base of the cervical spine on... um, GV14, which is right okay. below the seventh cervical vertebra on that bump mm-hmm. behind your neck, just below the mm-hmm. bone. I've been putting it there. Good. How's it working for you? Uh, no relief yet. I mean, I don't have any pain in my case. It's just this problem. Well, the MRI shows some ligament, ALR ligament inside the C1, um, but the head still feels wobbly. Um, there's some lightheadedness and things like that. So it hasn't, I've been using it for about three months um, on that spot, the C7. Uh-huh. Well, uh, you can also put uh, either a glutathione or a carnosine patch on CV12 that we talked about earlier, and that will reverse the rebellious stomach chi and, and pull some of the yang chi out of your head and reverse the feeling of lightheadedness. You can also put um, patches on kidney one, which will ground you more and pull the chi down so you won't feel so lightheaded. Okay, that's great. Which type of patch on kidney one? Oh, you can use um, negative patches on both sides as long as you have a positive patch above. So if Uh, you've got um, one of the white patches on CV12, you can put... um, either the TAN Energy Enhancer or the TAN Ice Wave or the SP6 patch on uh, Kidney 1 on both sides. Kidney 1 uh, on both sides, right? 
Uh-huh. Well, I don't yeah. understand. Sorry, as long as you have positive So in kidney one, I have to put, um, I don't know what you mean by positive negative. Sorry about that. Um, and, um, okay, I got confused. So CV white will have a white patch, right? A white either energy or ice wave. And then kidney one CV will 12. have the... Um, can you repeat that, please? I, I'm having trouble hearing here. You put a positive patch on CV12, preferably one of the YH patches, and then you can put a negative patch on both kidney one, which is uh, on the ball of the foot. Okay. What do you mean by positive patch? The positive patches are most of the patches except for the spleen six, or I'm sorry, except for the SP6 patch mm-hmm. and the TAN energy enhancer patch and the TAN ice wave patch. Those are the only three negative patches. Okay, negative I... means they're more yin and they're, uh, they are electronegative or like a negative electrode if you're talking about electricity. Okay. Okay, great. So these are new placements I should try on in addition to having the X39 on GV14, right? Sure. Yeah, you can do that. Yep. Okay. And also, will that take care of the cervical instability? Will probably help. Give it a shot. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and I think that, uh, I mean, if it really is true that, you know, the, the, the ligaments are too loose or whatever in the C1 area, you know, you could definitely, you know, experiment with placing that X39 closer to C1, you know, in the center, um, near more like GV16-ish area up there, just to see if it makes a mm-hmm. difference on there. Um the other thing Dr. Dennis mentioned before is specifically about ligament. Here's the thing is that you may or may not really have that symptom from that issue, but if it is true that the ligaments are the issue is too loose, Dr. Dennis mentioned in another show that um, um, gallbladder 34 is good for sinews, anything related to sinews. Right. So, you know, for example, yep. uh, on you know maybe patching energy enhancer patches on gallbladder 34 might be helpful for sinews and helping the tendons. I do think that that I have a lot of, uh, if I'm going to have an issue in my body, it tends to be tendon or ligament <laughs> issues. So I do find that that the gallbladder 34 is somewhat tender in me from time to time. And then if it is, then I, then I do patch it. So it can't hurt to experiment that way. You know, you're not going to do any harm oh. by trying different things. And, I, and I'll write that down for you in the notes in the blog. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Karen. You're welcome. Okay, let me just mute you here, and let's just check in. Oh, no other questions for now. Okay, great. So we can go to our um, go to our uh, patching regimens here that we can use for okay. the various different points that you mentioned. Yeah, so patching for common world of chaos using those points. Uh, the, the kind of patches I like to use, uh, in, in, for for calm, include energy enhancer and ice wave as a substitute, and we could also use Eon and SP6 if you want a positive and a, and a negative patch together. 
instead of energy enhancer and ice wave. So I substitute Eon and <clears throat> the SP6 patch for positive and negative patch there. I'll also like to use Nirvana and Olivita. And the reason for Nirvana would be to affect the dopamine. And uh, there's a supplement that comes with Nirvana, seaweed supplement that increases endorphins. And endorphins help people relax. And that's what we uh, release from the pituitary under conditions of stress is endorphins. And that helps all the physiology in the body to go in the direction of calm. And just as an aside, um, uh, a lot of people are getting zombie-like behavior and addiction from getting a lot of dopamine hits from looking at computer screens. And if you remember, Steve Jobs and and Bill Gates didn't let their kids play with computers because they knew that the computers have a flicker fusion rate or frequency is designed to increase addiction by increasing dopamine hits when you're staring at the computer screen. Oh, dear. And that can, <laughs> that can eventually lead to zombie-like behavior. Yeah, I know we use a computer a lot, right? Well, fortunately, we have patches, too. <laughs> well, yes, that is true. So uh, Yeah, I, I'm, my, my addictions are... Um definitely to my work and my, my mission, if you will, and uh, very passionate about that. I guess that's not really an addiction, but, <laughs> but yes, I am addicted somewhat to, um, you know, my phone and, uh, you know, answering questions on Facebook and stuff. <laughs> well, there are positive addictions and negative addictions, and I like aerobic exercise, and I consider that a positive addiction to a certain degree but you can go overboard with it and overdose on it, and then be, it becomes a negative addiction. So it's a double-edged sword, depending on how you use right. it. So um, that, that's Nirvana. Nirvana patch can regulate the dopamine and mitigate the hits that we're getting from staring at computer screens and, and along those lines prevent zombie-like behavior. And then I like Olivita because it stimulates the pineal body to release epithalamin, which then affects the limbic brain and the hypothalamus and rebalances the endocrine hormones being secreted by the pituitary. So if we wanted a patch that affects and balances the endocrine system, I'd use Olivita. And... Um, <clears throat> Good places to put the Olivita would be like the third eye, which has direct access to the pineal body, because that's part of the third eye mechanism. But you can also put it on a point I didn't mention today, and that's Shimeon, uh, which is on the heel that goes directly to the brain, and that helps you sleep. Shimeon is, is on the... Uh, it's on the heel, on the bottom of the foot, in the center of the heel. Kind of like where people got heel. And it, it helps. So that that would be a good place to hide the patch if you don't want people to see it. would be to put an Olivita patch on the center of the heel, on the bottom of the foot, and it goes directly to the brain. 
Okay. Um, I like to use Olivita on the third eye, as I mentioned, and also on GB24. So if I had Olivita on GB24, you could use, say, Energy Enhancer on Gallbladder 13 with the white one on the right and the tan one on the left. Gallbladder 13. So you have three sisters going on there. So an, another good combination for uh, for calm, calming Shen and clearing the brain are kidney six and bladder 62. So normally you put the white one on the right and 10 one on the left but in the case of somebody who's deranged or has a lot of demon fire and you want to calm down that chaos, then I'd put a negative patch on right bladder 62 and the positive patch, which will tonify or stimulate kidney six on kidney six. So we're talking about ice wave or energy enhancer with switch polarity with the tan on the right and the white on the left. For somebody who's manic or hyper aroused or who's got um, demon fire going on. Now you know why I talked about demon fire. Yeah. Okay, Uh, you could also use Eon and SP6, where you could put the SP6 patch on the right bladder 62, which is a negative patch to sedate or calm down the arousing chaos, and put the Eon patch on the left kidney 6, which would um, activate or stimulate more calm and rest, because it's a master point for the rest and calm channel. Uh, I just thought of something. This sounds really kind of mean, I suppose, but (laughs) what about for moms Uh for when their kids are running around crazy and they're pulling their hair out Uh because kids cannot be controlled, like they're just wild. Would this combination be safe, for, for, theoretically, for children (laughs) who are wild? Yeah, probably. Sure. And like if they're um, ADHD or if their nervous system got ADHD from neurological damage from vaccines, yeah, that may actually be useful. And it's also the combination I use for helping people sleep when all the other sleep combinations don't seem to work for them. We got, a, we got a bumper sticker, this name of this protocol, uh, so that it's easier to remember. I'll have to think of something. Okay. Uh, so clear clear brain, calm shen. And um, that, that was the three sisters. And uh, 
raging panic and fear would be the bladder 62 and kidney 6 combination. Okay. Got it. Or hyperactivity. Hyperactivity, raging panic, fear. Okay. All right. Uh, let's say we, uh, we we already talked about calming Shen with energy enhancer patches on pericardium 6 and Sanjiao 5, so that's another one. Uh, where you'd use Energy Enhancer, Ice Wave, or Eon and SP6. Then um, then another combination or protocol would be tonifying Kidney Jing and reprogramming the Yin. So we could combine Gallbladder 39 with Kidney 9, <clears throat> So we would want to um, put a positive patch on the right gallbladder 39 and a negative patch on left kidney 9. And we can actually uh, put another patch up on CV12. We have a nice triangle there. So put a YH on CV12 and put either energy enhancer or ice wave on gallbladder 39 and kidney 9 with the gallbladder 39 on the right, kidney 9 on the left. Uh-huh. So that would be called bringing order out of chaos because of the CV12 and also tonifying kidney jing and reprogramming the yin. So the, the reason I gave the physiology, we discussed the physiology of all this earlier, is so you can see why it's important to tonify the yin and the jing. So we anchor the yang and get rid of the chaos. Okay, uh, let's see, another good combination. Let's say another triangle. Of course, you know I love triangles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so put put YH patches on CV12 and then use uh, either Energy Enhancer or Ice Wave or Eon on the right and, and SP6 patch on the left where on the right you'd use Bladder 60 and on the left you'd use Kidney 7. So left kidney seven and right bladder sixty. Correct. Right, and uh, what do we call it? The apex of the triangle is equal to twelve. What did you ask? What 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 title are we calling this protocol? Uh, Bring order out of chaos. Return to original nature. Okay, and last but, last but not least, another really good triangle combination. We talked about this before, is using stomach 36 and spleen 6. So uh, you could use energy enhancer or ice wave or eon on the right and SP6 on the left. 
So on the right, you'd use a positive patch on stomach 36, and on the left, you'd use a negative patch on spleen 6. <clears throat> and then to complete the triangle, you could either use a YH patch on yin tong, which is the third eye, or on CV12. to calm Shen and stabilize grounding. So this whole triangle would be calming Shen and stabilizing grounding. Got it. Nice. Okay, I may, I may come okay, up with so uh, easier was, to remember bumper sticker names for these, Dr. Dennis, just so you know. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, the, the theory we talked about earlier, so. Right. Okay, so um, as a general rule, anywhere you have a positive patch, you, you don't have to use Energy Enhancer and Ice Wave and Eon. You could also use Nirvana or Olavita or any of the other positive patches, depending on what kind of energy you want to bring into the person. Uh-huh. Okay, also, I'd suggest the five-element protocol. We've talked about five-element rotation before, and it's a really good way of using yin-yang pairs to balance the energy in the whole system of the body, starting with earth, going to metal, water, wood, and fire, rotating around that way for five days a week and take two days off. So it's like five days of patching, two days off. When you patch, you do yin-yang pairs, where you have energy enhancer patches with a positive patch on on the um, on the right, yang phase of the element, and the negative patch on the yin phase or the the left side of the body. So, for example, let's say you're going to patch. In earth, the yin-yang pair that we talked about today is stomach 36 and spleen 6. So spleen 6 is the yin, stomach 36 is the yang. So if you're using energy enhancer patches, then you would put the positive patch on the right, stomach 36, and the tan patch, which is negative, on the left, spleen six point. So that's a yin-yang pair. That's an example of a yin-yang pair in earth. And the two phases of earth are are spleen and stomach, which are yin-yang pair. So uh, you, you can look up in our archives, which we have almost seven years of archives now for the radio show. Uh, we discuss in detail how to do a five-element rotation. So go back and look at that. And it'll tell you how to do it, and that'll keep you calm in general. It, even if you don't have a, anything out of whack or on an extreme end of a normal range, if you do the five-element rotation, it's like a tune-up and general health tonification. Yeah, a lot of people use it and love it. 
And I also have a YouTube yep. video on how to do that as well. But we can swap out some of the points that you talked about today. For example, instead of kidney three on the left, for the water element, we could use, for example, kidney seven um, instead of, you know, kidney three. So and I'll write these out for folks. So if you want to know what the yin-yang pair is using some of the points we discussed today, um, I'll put it in the blog. Yeah, that's right. So when you're doing your five-element rotation, Let's say you're going to water, you can use uh, kidney bladder, which would be a yin-yang pair in water. Uh, if you're in wood, you could use um, a gallbladder wood pair. And I didn't talk about liver three, but if you're using gallbladder 39, a good yin phase partner in a yin-yang pair for wood of gallbladder 39 on the yang would be liver three for yin. I already got it typed up. Yeah. <laughs> cool bean. All right, Dr. Karen. Yeah, yeah. You're so efficient. <laughs> I type really fast. Yeah, and just to reiterate, um, you know, even though we didn't mention specifically these patches, uh, Alavita and Nirvana in this protocol, you can swap out any of the YH patches that Dr. Dennis talked about, like whether that be, you know, glutathione, carnosine, or eon, those are the YH patches. Um, you can swap those out for Alavita and Nirvana based on the purposes of Alavita and Nirvana. For example, if you have more endocrine issues going on, uh, pineal gland, then you would use Alavita. If you've got, you know, uh, an endorphin dopamine thing going on, uh, then you can use Nirvana instead of the YH. So I'll cool. try to write this out so people can see that cool. on the blog. So um, a closing quote I'd like to share with everybody is from Dr. Simone Gold. She just recently appeared on Glenn Beck's show, and she um, is walking point on the um, American frontline doctors who had their video taken down by censored social media, and they're all talking about how there's not good science used in the vaccine agenda that's being pushed on people. And, uh, and the lockdown because of the, uh, the so-called COVID virus and how they're spiking their stats to make it look worse than it is. So she says, quote, we need to eliminate the spider web of fear. Uh-huh. And I you, love can, that. you can use a lot of protocols today to get out of the fear. Yeah. To ground you in calm and out of the chaos. Oh, good. Yep. Well, it's definitely helping me big time for sure, for sure. In fact, I was just saying on Facebook Live the other day that uh, my my quickie protocol, knowing that we were going to have a show today, but my quickie protocol was that I was feeling feeling so hopeful and and positive, you know, especially after, uh, you know, listening to Dr. Simone Gold and... You know, the doctors talk about their successes and what great news, you know, this was. And I was sharing what great news, you know. I mean, I'm not a conventionally – I am conventionally trained, but I don't do conventional medicine anymore because there's other ways that I can teach people how to be healthier rather than just drugs. But I thought, well, if you're going to do drugs, why right. don't you want that works, right? So I was so happy in that. And then it was like yeah. being shot down. You know, Facebook censored me, and then other people were like, oh, well, there's no double blind. I mean, all this kind of negativity. I'm like, oh, my God, we should be celebrating. Like, conventional doctors are waking up and going, hey, this is not okay, you know, to not have this medication.
medication because we wanna we want to we want our patients to live, you know. And so I was feeling letting myself feel a little angry and upset about that. And I thought the next day I'm like, okay, no, that's not gonna help my vibe, right? I'm not, <laughs> you know. I let myself be upset for a few a little bit a little bit of time, and then I literally just plopped, you know, an eon on top of my head the next day, and I just felt literally impervious, like impervious to whatever was going on in social wow. media, like it didn't bother me at all. Like I felt sad in a way, like theoretically, like for my, my, you know, my colleagues and what they had to go through and the smear campaign and everything they had to go through. And I'm, I so appreciate them for their bravery and their courage. Now the American Academy of Physicians and Surgeons, you know, is, is taking, you know, the government to court, you know, to, to allow the access to hydroxychloroquine. So, but it was just really cool how right. that's my go-to is if I'm starting to feel down or moody or whatever, I just pop, you know, a patch on top of my head and I'm good to go. <laughs> now people know my secret. Well, also, <laughs> you you raised a really good point that real doctors do. And re- the, the, the root of the word doctor comes from the Latin docere, which means to teach. Mm-hmm. And real doctors teach people how to be healthy. They don't just prescribe medicine and not say anything to the patient about how to make healthy lifestyle choices. But what you and these other doctors are doing in the video where they were taken down is teaching people about healthy choices, and that's what a real doctor does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, teach, yeah. And my, I said to my parents long when I was a kid, I said, I want to be a teacher. They said, don't be a teacher. We're both teachers, and you need to have your own business and blah, blah, blah. So they really discouraged me from going into the teaching profession, which I always wanted to be. And I thought, okay, fine, you know. And then I really liked, you know, doing that whole doctory thing. Because guess what? I get to teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So they helped me make the right decision because I'm in a much better place to be able to teach what I want to teach now than if I were in the school system. So I'm so thankful that they convinced me not to be a teacher. <laughs> so we are um, running out of and, and time I'm, here. I'm, we got to go, Dr. Dennis. Um, go ahead. Okay. What were you saying? Well, I'm grateful you evolved out of the uh, system you were trained in into um, more better stuff. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. Me too. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Thanks for your patience. I know this is usually a pretty complex, long show, but everyone's sticking with us. People are still on the line today, and that is so awesome. Dr. Dennis, again, thank you so much for your generosity and your time, your wisdom. Your incredible, uh, you know, vat of uh, Asian medicine knowledge, and for enlightening us on all the different ways we can stay healthy. Uh, thank you so much, and thanks everyone for listening. Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank, thank you for helping me fulfill my mission. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Take care, everyone. Until next time. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.